I'm Marlo Higgins, and I've spent nearly four decades as an entrepreneur building boundaries around time and energy. I am captivated by stories of creating that mythical balance between priorities and success without the guilt and fear of missing out. I'm a to-the-point business coach that helps start a company, rebrand another, and launch my own. Now I'm running a thriving online brand with the white space in my calendar to spend time with my family, nurture my soul, and create an impact in our world. Are you dreaming of striking a balance between a thriving business and a joyful life? It is possible and it starts with you. Get out your field notes and let's tap into Peaceful Achievers, inspiring you to create a vision, level up your skills, and show you how to set boundaries that support the life you desire. This is 22 Minutes to Having It All. Okay, we have the most brilliant episode this week. We have Desiree Stafford. Now, Desiree, I found Desiree because she's a very big presence on LinkedIn, and there's this tone, and I just was really curious on who this person was. The language that she speaks in terms of like how she talks to her clients, you can tell through social media how authentic it is, how real it is, but you're really going to understand in the episode what a motivational force. So we get into a very powerful conversation about the law of attraction, how she does work in business and she coaches people in that space, but she does energy work as well. And the power of the energy work and how it feeds into the mindset. So we go into talking and discussing deep about energy vibration, how you want to feel, and then how to shift your focus to feel that way. And so there's just a really big element to this episode that you're going to take away. Now, if you are in the coaching space, I think you're probably going to be most benefited by this episode because she talks about creating an offer that transforms other people's lives, how to do that, and then how to stand in your value so you understand a currency exchange of how to price your worth. And I think that's a really tough conversation for somebody in that independent coaching space, for example. So, you know, she talks about attracting the feeling your focus is power and how to stop giving away your power. And I think that's just probably the most poignant part of this episode. So enjoy. And I can't wait for you to tap in and share your takeaways over on our LinkedIn page. All right. So this week, we're back with Desiree Stanford. And this is an exciting conversation. Like you are a true entrepreneur in every way, shape and form. And I'm just a powerhouse in this conversation. So talk to us, you know, you've you've been in the space with business coaching, you've aligned with energy work. You know, that mindset's probably one of the most powerful tools that we have, but you've adopted it. And you've allowed marketing, sales, all of that to really come through. Let's talk about that on the episode. How did you tap into that space? So my personal experience with tapping into the space is realizing that I was working way harder than necessary. Feeling very frustrated that I had come from experiencing success offline and then coming online and literally feeling like I was floundering. It did not make sense. It didn't compute to me. I knew I was smart enough. I knew I had the experience. I knew that I could help people. Like it didn't make sense that I wasn't seeing the kind of consistent results. Because, you know, sometimes we'll have those explosive results, those big sales, and then things will kind of dry up for weeks or months at a time. And I didn't like that feeling. So I realized that there had to be something that needed to shift, right? There had to be something internal. Because if I'm taking the same action that I see all these other gurus taking, 
right? But they're getting these results and I'm not seeing the results. There's, I'm the common denominator. There's something going on within me that needs to shift. And that's when I started to turn my attention to the mindset work. What, in, what am I thinking that needs to shift to help me get the kind of results that I know that I'm capable of so that I'm not feeling like I'm out there spinning my wheels, right? And then hopping from program to program and strategy to strategy. And the only thing that I see increasing is my level of frustration rather than my income and my impact. So how did you do that? I mean, so then, so understanding, you know, so what was that catalyst moment? What, what were the, the questions that you had to ask yourself in order to make that shift? In order to make the shift into mindset work? Yeah. Why is it not working for me? <laughs> why, am I, why am I seeing sometimes people who I perceive to be less experienced than me getting further ahead faster? What's going on here? right? Why not? It's not from a place of jealousy. It's from a place of pure curiosity. Like I don't get this. I don't get how I could be good at something and be doing it for so long and not see the level of results that I know that I'm capable of. I think you get to a point where there's, you feel something within you where you're like, there's something about me that needs to change. There's something in my story. There's something in my approach. There's something that I need to change and not that there's something wrong or missing. And that's huge because so often we think there's something wrong. There's something missing. There's something wrong with me. There's something. It's not that. It's understanding how to shift your focus, in my personal opinion, so that you're focusing on the things that are actually working, which is going to elevate your vibration anyway and start to create different results. It shifts your point of attraction. But so often we don't know that. So often what we're focused on are all of the physical activities that we're taught to do. You know, the, the direct outreach and the launches and the paid ads and all of those kind of things. I tried all of them and I was not seeing the results that I wanted to see, right? And that's the thing, like I always say to my clients, because many of them are the hard workers, the make it happen type of people. They hustle, they push, they force, and they experience the same thing. It's like, I don't get it. The harder I work, I'm still not seeing the kind of results that I want. What do I need to shift? And I always say to them, I'm like, we've been conditioned to believe that our results come because directly from our action. That is not the truth. Action is a part of the process. Yes, action actually reinforces who we're being, but action doesn't create, right? It's, it's our, our income is not tied to our action. Our income is a reflection of our vibration. And when we understand that and how we actually determine what our vibration is through the thoughts that we're thinking, through what we're feeling on a consistent basis, that's when we have all of the power. And we take it back from all of those external things that we, we thought we needed to do. There's too many people in the marketplace who are taking frantic action rather than aligned action. What's the difference? Good. I'm glad you asked that. When you understand the difference, it will change everything. So to me, frantic action is when I don't believe it's working. I'm constantly telling myself that I'm showing up, I'm doing all this marketing, I'm pouring my heart and my soul into my message and I'm showing up and I'm trying to sell every day and it's not working, it's not working, it's not working and I still keep taking action. I'm motivating myself, I'm getting myself hyped up, I take the action and then the rest of the day I'm sitting in this energy of it's not working and I'm looking at all the evidence of it not working. That's when you keep taking frantic actions, coming from a place of feeling that you need to do something to create the result. Rather than aligned action comes from, or inspired action comes from, you aligning with what you want. Choosing to tell yourself things like perhaps that it is actually working and starting to see the evidence of that. So the energy is flowing through you differently and it actually actually allows you to see the results that you're looking for, right? We have to remember, and everybody knows this, that it's believing that causes us to see. 
what, what it is that we're wanting. So if you keep telling yourself that it isn't working, you're going to see evidence that it's not working, even when there's plenty of evidence that, that it is working, that would shift your energy if you could shift your focus and start to pay attention to those things. So here's the thing. You had a really cool statement, I guess, on LinkedIn about creating a quantum leap. And your energy vibration was number one, identify, two, shift, three, hold. Take us to that space because I think this is really, you know, so helping people, you know, create that quantum leap. And I think it's, it's a concept, it's an idea, but I think what's missing is like, how do you do that? And you're describing, you've actually done this. You're teaching Mm -hmm. other people to do it. Take us into that space. Honestly, when I, when I, I've experienced many different quantum leaps in my business. When I did my first 30K month, when I did my first 50K sale, my first 100K sale, to me, they were all quantum leaps. And quite frankly, the thing that shifted in every single one of those experiences was how I was feeling. So I had to shift my focus. And so when I shifted my focus, I shifted how I was feeling and allowed the momentum to build. I didn't work harder. And that's the thing I want people to understand because so many of the people who come to work with me, they are, they bought into the belief because we've been conditioned to believe that you must work harder to increase your income. You do not have to. You have to understand how we actually create the results. Every result that we experience in our lives is a reflection of our vibration. When you understand that and you understand what produces your vibration, every thought that you think produces an energy. It's the balance of your energy that produces your vibration. And your vibration determines what you're attracting to you. It determines how you see the things that you experience in your reality. And that shift in how you see things shifts how you feel. Therefore, it shifts what you're experiencing. So talk about energy vibration. Take the intangible, Desiree, Mm -hmm. and make it a tangible. Okay. So often when I'm explaining this to a client, I might say to them, when you are feeling like you're not in a good mood, you're, you're feeling bad. What types of things do you experience? What types of experiences are you attracting to you? Usually they're going to tell me not so good experiences. I'm upset. I'm frustrated. What are the kind of experiences that I'm attracting to me? Well, I'm going to attract people to me who make me more upset. I'm going to attract experiences to me that make me feel more frustrated. All right. So then by the same token, when you're feeling good, what type of experiences do you attract? I attract experiences that feel really good. I attract clients that I love. I make more money. I have more fun, right? So we start to understand that we have control. It's just helping people see that because we're not taught that. Is that clear enough? Absolutely. And that's exactly the bullseye of where I was headed. So when somebody says to you, you know, I've been striving to break that six-figure mark, how do you take them through it? Like, what's the shift that you're taking that person through specifically? It depends on why they haven't broken through. What I often find with the clients that I work with is that they're undervaluing themselves. So often what they want is to charge more money. They want to work with higher level clients and the like, and they're telling themselves that they can't yet. They don't know enough yet that their people won't pay them what they want to charge, those kinds of things. So sometimes it's helping them see the value that they're bringing to the table, the value that they offer through their programs from a higher perspective. That's usually a big, big deal. Sometimes they're frustrated or afraid that if they charge more money and their clients don't get results, then they're going to lose their business, right? So it's helping them understand why charging more isn't about, it's not necessarily about changing what you're doing with your clients. It's really about changing your understanding of what you're doing with your clients and the value that it adds to their lives. Because it's, it's always a mental shift, in my opinion, even when it comes to the packaging. Now, sometimes we do refine the packaging, but the, the idea is for you to create an offer that you know 
without a shadow of a doubt, that's going to help people transform their lives. And when you know that, that's when you attract the people who will pay that, right? It's when you give yourself permission to speak your truth, that's when you're going to attract the people who can handle your truth. It all stems from you. So it depends on what the, the client's particular hangup is, if you will, that, that's, that I'm going to help them work through so that they can release whatever resistance that they have so that they can be a vibrational match to what it is that they want. Well, and that's the energy work too. So I think there's a big question there for entrepreneurs is valuing your worth, you know, because that's, that's a tough, like there is no stake in the ground that there are very clear benchmarks. It's, it's a process that needs to be navigated. So creating an offer that transforms their lives, what is the base point for creating an offer that does that, that then matches to valued worth so your clients can get the return? So there's a couple of things. So one is knowing what your genius is, knowing what you're good at and what you're also passionate about. It's also knowing who are the clients who are going to get the most benefit from working with you. It's understanding what your process is and what about you makes you unique so that you're not a commodity, right? There's a dozen or not dozens, there's thousands of life coaches and relationship coaches and consultants and mentors. There's there's so many people in your niche who do what you do or do something similar. You've got to know how to put your own mark out there, if you will. In other words, you have to know what about you makes you unique so that you own it right? So that you realize that they can't go and get this from someone else because it's cheaper. It's not even about price. When you understand the value that you bring to your bring to the table, what I often help my clients understand is while they might be helping their client in one specific area of their life, there are lifetime benefits. There are many different levels in which a client will experience results because of the work that they've done with you. And when you start to see what's actually possible for your clients and you own that, that's when you start to really feel like, oh, of course, this is worth anything that I can charge for, right? Because the results are quite frankly priceless in my opinion, right? So if the results are priceless, then no matter what I choose to put or what price I choose to put on my program, I am going to attract the people who agree with me. Now, are there going to be people who show up and say that's too expensive? Of course. But when you're grounded in the value, when you're embodied in it, it doesn't matter when there are a few people who say no, because you know that you're going to attract the people who agree with you and jump right into your program without any hesitation. So it's the mantra, everybody wants what I have to offer. You know, I mean, just really standing in that level of conviction. You know, we we teach Maverick mantras within our space of, you know, value here. So how do you tie that then to like marketing and attracting, you know, when you know, once you've gotten that baseline that everybody out there wants what I have to offer. And the truth is, you know, your client so well that the person who's going to say yes. So then next step, next layer is packaging selling, you know, marketing that. Talk to us about that. Yeah, when I when I help a person with their offer, sometimes we're creating an offer from scratch. So I'm taking someone from selling hourly to creating a package. Sometimes I already have a package and it's often refining it. Oftentimes we're moving a lot of the stuff that isn't in their wheelhouse or that isn't in their zone of genius, the stuff that they think they need to include in order for it to sell so that they can be fully aligned with the offer. Because that to me is the most important thing. You have to feel aligned with your offer. You have to know that you can deliver the value that it is that you're charging for, right? Like that's going to make you feel an integrity and obviously it's going to let you attract clients over and over and over again, right? And so that's when it comes to the packaging and pricing. I also want to share with you on pricing here. I am of the philosophy that pricing is all about a feeling. So I believe that you can charge whatever you want to charge, but you have to feel good about that price. If you're not aligned with the price, you're not going to be able to ask for it and receive it. 
So you've got to be able to know that, like I can tell a client that their program is worth 10,000 or 30,000 or whatever, right? But they have to own it because you've got to be the one to be in alignment with it so that you attract the people who say yes and pay you in full, right? Versus trying to charge more because that's what someone else in your niche is doing or even charging less because that's what somebody else in your niche is doing. You want blinders on. You don't want to be paying attention to what anybody else is doing because you don't know what people's money story is. You don't know what their business model is. You want to focus on what feels in alignment for me because that's how you know you're going to get it. So that's when it comes to the offer and the packaging. Okay, so somewhat of that sounds like you're throwing it at the wall, hoping it sticks. How do you take it? Yeah, so like, how do you go for alignment? Like, how can you get somebody to see the value of charging instead of a $5,000 package, it's a $30,000 package. Like that's a pretty big gap for, for the offer. Okay, so then that's what I'm saying. How, how do we make that where it's not like hoping that it sticks, but like making it stick, like making that 30,000, like that's just the way it is. So my job is to help them see the value. Often, like I said before, we're offering undervaluing the work that we are doing or the value that it adds to our clients' lives. So my job is to help my clients see the value so that they own it. When they own it, that's when they decide it's worth 15 or it's worth 50, it's worth whatever, right? Because they have to own that because it doesn't, it doesn't do me any good or them any good for me to tell them that's what the program is worth. And then they go out there and they feel wobbly about it and they can't close a sale right? So you've got to be grounded in it. And in my opinion, that starts from you owning the value, you seeing the value from a higher perspective, right? And when you see it with your own eyes, not mine, with your eyes, that's when you are like, excuse me, (laughs) I was way underselling before, you know, I've helped people go from charging $5,000 to $30,000 straight away, no in-betweens, right? Because they could see the value, right? They can see it. And then from that place, from the offer, in my, my opinion, when you can see the value that you bring to the table from a higher perspective, marketing is easy. It's like everybody in the world, like everybody, let me rephrase, my people, every single one of my people are going to want to be all up in this program, right? Because obviously not everybody in the world wants to be in your program, but there is something about you that is magnetic to your people. And when you know what that is and when you own what that is, Wild horses couldn't stop them from buying from you, regardless of the price. So how do you learn how to know what that is, though? Because I still think that there's this unknown. I mean, there's these pockets of like, how do I know where my people are? Or, you know, how do I know that they'll follow me? Like that, I think it's a big question. And entrepreneurs, again, this is the path of most resistance. You're figuring everything out from ground floor up. You know, you've got a dream and a desire. And that's that stake in the ground that's like saying, this is where I'm going. But there's all this stuff that's happening in, you know, in reality. So my position on this or my perspective on this is that you take your power back from what other people think and you decide for yourself. Like you can look back at the clients that you have right now. You can even interview the clients that you have right now and ask them, what was it about you that was appealing to them? You can do that if you want, or you could just decide for yourself, right? So the point is you've got to make a decision though. I think a lot of people are going out into the marketplace and they're hoping and they're wishing and they're praying that people are going to like them or that people are going to resonate. That's not your concern as far as I'm concerned. Your work is to know the value of what it is that you have to offer and to show up and shine 
and allow those people who are a match to you to reveal themselves to you. It's not for you to go out into the marketplace and hunt to try to find them and, and contort yourself to try to make them like you. That's not your job. Your job is to know the value of what you offer to the table, to speak your truth unapologetically and let those people who are a match to you, let those people who resonate with you because there always will be people like that, let them rise to the top. Let them self-select, right? Rather than you trying to go out into the marketplace and be all things to all people. I think that's where so often we get off track. Well, and I think there's two really poignant words like attract and pursue, right? I think oftentimes people feel like they have to pursue others and market them and like have scarcity marketing and fear-based marketing, all of that. Rather, when you stand in conviction and you attract, it's a different level because when you're pursuing, you're, you're kind of, you're edgy, you're, you're desperate, you're snarky. But when you are in attraction, like talk to us about that. I mean, cause you're, you're sensing what I'm feeling there. Like when you know, and you just are that in that space, what is it that, like, what, what are you thinking in that space? I'm curious. Like, what do you find that people think about in that space? When they just know, when they know, and there's an attraction versus a pursuit. The way that I teach it to my clients, because many of them come, come in thinking they have to pursue and they don't like it as I didn't like it either, which is why I shifted things. But I believe in the law of attraction, right? And I believe that we live in an attraction-based universe. So I believe that me feeling good about my offers and me feeling good about the way that I deliver my offers and me feeling good about my clients, like me just feeling good about all the things that matter, that attracts to me what I desire. So I can lean back. I teach my clients, when you relax, you receive more, right? When you're out there, you're pushing and you're forcing you're not receiving, you're not open, your energy is not open, you're pushing, right? So you want to relax, you want to lean back and you want to trust that what you want is on its way to you. And that takes some doing, especially when you've been taught to believe that you have to go out and get, you have to make things happen rather than actually allowing things to happen. So you can think, there are many different thoughts that you can think. It's not even about the word specifically that you say, it's about the energy that you're in. It's about how you feel. The more relaxed you feel, the more calm you feel, the more you're allowing the clients to flow to you. You know, and that's just a really interesting point. So, you know, <laughs> you know, the mindset of an entrepreneur, and like you said, there's a level, let's go back to, you had mentioned consistency, right? So there's not this like sparse client roster that you have. I mean, it's just a consistent roster. How do we get into that space where it's like, it's not that all or nothing thinking and that we're in rut, you know, embodied full with the roster and it's really consistent. What does that look like? To me, that's all about energy. I, I, everything is about energy. And I think one of the ways that we kind of shoot ourselves in the foot is when we make it a big deal. Like if, if, for example, you're used to attracting a client a week, let's just say, and one week you don't attract the client for whatever reason, you're showing up, you're doing all the stuff and you don't attract the client rather than beating yourself up over that, which is now going to sp like spend, uh, spread that one missed week into two missed weeks and three and four, you have to find a different way to look at it, right? You have, to, and this is, this is part of the control here. It's about you being able to take responsibility for how you feel. I think so often we are, and we're taught to do this, but we tie our sense of worth to our accomplishments, 
like sales, for example, and engagement and clients results and all those kind of things. And so if for whatever reason, it doesn't turn out the way you expected it to, now all of a sudden you think you have this big problem where perhaps it wasn't a problem at all, right? And if, if you can learn how to manage how you feel about the things that you're experiencing, you take your power back. And then rather than that one blip lasting as lasting longer, I should say, when you don't make it a big deal, when you trust, you're like, okay, well, people who are making six figures and people who are making seven figures, do they ever sometimes not sign a client in a week? I'm sure that's possible, right? So it's not a big deal. I don't need to make this mean that I'm not worthy or I'm doing something wrong or that there's something missing, right? It's about managing the stories that you're telling yourself, which is going to help you manage your vibration. If you can do that, then you can stay a match to what you want and those blips will be shorter and that's when you'll start to experience more and more consistency. How do we find consistency in how we feel? Because there's an ebb and flow to feelings, right? Sure. And, I, and I'm with you on that. I believe my core desired feelings are peaceful, energized, empowered, loved. I mean, I know that to the core. I know that the clients that have an extension of that receive that same energy. It's, it's just so clear. But how do you keep that at a consistent level of feeling? Because like feelings are... We have good days, bad days, right? I mean, and we know that. And I think that's just a fascinating conversation in itself. How do you do that? It is. You you said fight the feeling at first. And then you talked about being more consistent. I don't believe in fighting the feeling. I believe in allowing all feelings. And I think that, and that's what I'm trying to convey. So I'm glad you asked me this question so we can clear it up. I believe in allowing yourself to feel what you feel right? Because if you're stuffing it down, you're repressing it and it's just going to make things worse, right? So you want to allow yourself to feel what you feel. And the more you get comfortable with that and not make it mean that there's something wrong, the faster your vibration rises. I think that's the thing. We're afraid to feel disappointed. We're afraid to feel failure. We're afraid to feel angry. We're afraid to feel frustrated. And then because we're afraid of it, guess what we're feeling most of the time, right? Rather than accepting it, this is a normal part of life. Everybody has feelings. It's not a big deal. And when you accept it, you can shift it within minutes. Because in my opinion, when you're feeling angry, when you're feeling frustrated, that's resistance, right? And the resistance is just giving you an opportunity to release whatever story you're telling yourself right now that doesn't serve you so that you can get yourself back into alignment and allow your vibration to rise like it naturally would. What a rich conversation. I mean, the entrepreneurs, business owners that are listening to this episode, I know that they're gaining so much. So we're coming to the close. Give us your final thoughts and, and how you'd like to wrap this up and have our audience. What, was, what would you like them to take from this? Mm. Oh, you have all the power. I, that, that, that to me is like, if you understand that, and, and let me just explain what I mean by that. We attract how we feel, right? So, and what, how we feel is determined by what we're focused on, what we're thinking about predominantly, right? And so if you understand that how you feel determines what you attract, then you're going to be very deliberate in terms of where you place your focus. And your focus is your power, right? Because how you feel is what you attract. And so what that means is that you've got to stop giving your power away to things that are happening externally. You've got to stop making what your, your engagement looks like mean something about you. You've got to stop making what your results or what your client's results are mean something about you. You've got to take responsibility for how you feel about yourself. You've got to take responsibility for your worthiness, your sense of value, and all of those things. Because when you own it, meaning that you're not giving that responsibility to somebody else, you own it for yourself, that's when you like you can you can you can write your ticket. 
you literally will create the exact reality that you desire, one that will blow your mind. Desiree, where can we find you? I mean, social media, people, I mean, I saw you on LinkedIn. I love your content. Your emails are just very powerful. Where can we find you? Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, and that's pretty much it. I also have a masterclass. I don't know if we can talk about that. Go for it. Sure. What what does that masterclass look like? So the masterclass will teach you how to create a quantum leap. So if you're wanting to go from wherever you are to consistent five and six figure months, I'm going to teach you how to do that in that masterclass. I also talk about alignment. I talk about really the energetics of being able to command those higher ticket fees that you might want to uh, charge, all the kind of things that would really help you light up your life and your business (laughs) uh, is in that masterclass. Oh, this is just so powerful. So thank you for your time today. This is so rich. Thank you. Did you enjoy this conversation as much as I did? If you're looking for more conversations like these, be sure to subscribe and please leave a review of the podcast. Subscribing and leaving a review helps it show up on your phone every time a new episode is released and leaving a review helps other people like you find us so they can get the help they need so they can live their best life. Also, subscribe to our weekly email on our website at marlohiggins.com. This is the place that we share insider tips with our audience and drop polarizing insights with you. Remember, the road to success is better with friends. So be sure to share this episode to help all of you reach your goals together. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, success is universally desired, personally defined, and always within reach.